You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Golf and Filter podcast. Uh, my name is Adam from golfandfilter.com. Joining me is my co-host, Nikki Dunnigan. Nikki, nice to see you again. Hello, hello. How's it going? It's going well. You know, it's interesting. Um, Eagle Eye YouTube viewers were giving me a hard time about my wall behind me because it was pre being painted. Um, my wife, uh, Mrs. GU, does not allow me to paint anything in this house. And that is very <laughs> smart because I am terrible. Um, but what we went with is this darker color. And now I've got this desk lamp, so it looks like I'm glowing. It's just, it's terrible. I don't know how to get this figured out. <laughs> you got to angle it like higher to get yeah. like more of a, you got to get those it's like, like Instagram, you know, um, selfie like, lights where they're more like in the front ring of you. Light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, this is, this is turning into an obsession now. And it's weird. Cause like, as you and I both do, we work from home uh, most of the time and we've got these conference calls we have to do on camera. It's a, it's madness. I look like I'm glowing. I'm usually pasty anyway, but this is bad. Yeah. The key is you just keep your camera off. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Just keep the camera <laughs> off and then panic when someone says, hey, um, can we turn your camera on? And you go, what? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's last good, year, good actually, plan. my manager was just starting and they, his first day was on Halloween. And mm. previously we had we had a company policy of like cameras off unless it's like a one on one. My manager was just starting. It was his first day. And I knew I was going to have to go straight from work to a Halloween thing. And I was already dressed in my Halloween costume. Nice. And they were like, well, let's turn our cameras on so you can see us and meet us. And I'm going, uh, because <laughs> I was dressed as um, the girl from Dodgeball with the, the buns and the unibrow and the, and I'm going, no, no, no. <laughs> so I had to feign the, my camera's not really working right now. Yeah. So yeah, I, that was a, yeah. I've yeah, used camera that. off is a good, is a good go. <laughs> camera off yeah let us know in the comments what's your your take on uh, camera on or off for work calls um well we have to have cameras on for this and i'm glad that we are because uh, it's always good to connect it's good to talk about the week that was in the world of golf um obviously it's a very important week coming up for team golf if you want to look at it that way especially with the Ryder cup uh, occurring this weekend last Actually, weekend hang on, was... hang on just a oh. second it's it's a little it's a little chilly in here oh, i need to gosh um... she's always got something planned <laughs> A little chilly. I gotta. Is that an Olympic jacket? Um. Yeah. It. Well, it's a Team USA jacket <laughs> for oh. the Ryder Cup. I am representing. So, for her, I just go. got a little chilly. I needed to put this on. So this goes back to uh, before we get into all of that. But this goes back to you and I talking about uh, with Dan. Um, the Ryder Cup predictions. We're going to talk more in depth about it. I'm still Team Europe at this point. You're you're obviously ride or die Team USA right now. Yes, I am, and I I need to make a statement. I need to make an apology to Justin Thomas. <laughs> um, I I said some things last time that were um, hurtful. Um, I said that he should not get on that plane, and then. <laughs> they brought him anyway um but you know what he has in the past couple weeks proven that you know he is out to to make sure that 
that team brings home the trophy. So, um, yeah, I think, I think I had put my foot in my mouth a couple weeks ago. So, and I think we're going to see that in this coming week. So <laughs> this yeah. is the first public apology on the GU yeah. podcast. I, well, I I'm apologizing that. now so that mm. when he does really well and we win, everyone's not like, ha 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 ha. Like <laughs> I'm going ahead and preemptively apologizing so that I don't look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it folks. So we've cleared the air. Nikki Dunnigan with her public apology. I think people will appreciate that. I know our TikTok followers are going to appreciate it. I mean, I don't know if you looked at the comments. They they let you have it a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. Hence the apology. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the Solheim Cup. Before we get into that, though, uh, some extremely important news that um, only you, Nikki, can really talk about because you are our... Uh, in-house uh, Taylor Swift expert. You are the person I go to for all things Taylor. Mm. Last night, the haphazard, somewhat NFL team Chicago Bears get demolished by the Kansas City Chiefs. But no one really cared about that because what actually was the biggest story? Um. Yeah. So, okay. I... <laughs> was not going to watch that game. Also regionally, we didn't get that game anyway. We got the Dallas game and the Seahawks game. And all of a sudden I see the report that was like, Taylor Swift's going to be at Arrowhead. And I was like, I need an illegal stream. Like I need a Reddit stream. I need something to watch this game <laughs> because I just know that there's a camera operator that's going to be assigned and locked to that yep. suite the whole game, um, which it seemed like there was. And, um, yeah, that was my immediate reaction was I like, I gotta, I gotta watch this game. Um, and I mean, I had, I had players on my fantasy teams spread throughout the different games. And so, yeah, it would have been nice to watch the game anyway, but I wasn't watching it for that. I needed to <laughs> see her reactions because I needed to know, like, is this is this like a for real thing? Is she really in it? Is this like a PR thing? Is this like a Tom Hiddleston situation all over again where he's in the I Heart TS T-shirt? Like, you know, because we've seen that before where it's very much I'm super in love. This is like a for real thing. And it very much is a PR thing. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm All I'm going to say is I just I hope I just wanted to be happy. I just want to be happy. <laughs> and I like it because he's successful. He has a 401k. Mm. He's stable. Like he's attractive. He has like his mom, his mom. Can we talk about his mom? Like, yeah. and the only, the only problem is that she, she's an Eagles fan. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, a lifelong Eagles fan, you know, and I mean, yes, now she she rooted for Travis, but like, that's got to be weird. But I mean, his mom has had one of those jerseys made that has like the split that the front of yep. it is the the Chiefs jersey and the back is the Eagles because she's got a son playing on both teams. I think she needs to get Taylor one of those jerseys that's like, you know, yeah. split. I don't know. I was, I was heavily invested in the commentary yesterday. Now, if I remember right, um, on our group chat, you were saying that you were at another show 
when all of this was basically playing out? Is that or was that after? Well, no, I had got, I had watched the very first of it. I was at, and then I was on the way to. Uh, we went to go see um, comedian Leanne Morgan last night mm-hmm. at the Fox in Atlanta. Who, by the way, absolutely hilarious. If you haven't seen her Netflix special, go watch it. It's amazing. Um, and we, I'm sitting there. Uh, the show's about to start, and I'm getting all of these texts. And our good friend Samantha Marks is sending me. Um, memes and and lyrics to the song, um, which is one of my favorite songs by her, Mary's mm-hmm. song, where it says, um, I'll be 87, you'll be 89, which Travis's uh-huh. number is 87. Taylor Swift, as we know, is 1989. And I just lost it. I'm like, what? <laughs> and just the, like, putting all those pieces together, which, which the, to me makes it like, is it a PR thing? But I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But I don't know. I think she's happy. Just let let's let her be happy. Let it be what it's gonna be. And yeah. you know, I did <laughs> I did think it was funny the fact that the entire commentary yesterday was about her and not even <laughs> really the game. And right. it reminded me of you remember in the Barbie movie when mm-hmm. the Barbies take back barbie land by distracting all of the kens yes that's kind of the vibe i was getting yesterday yeah arrowhead stadium was taken back by the swifties mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. yeah which ironically arrowhead stadium is also she she's got to have something with that with that stadium because mm-hmm. that's also where she had her big speak now like she did she did the music video she played long live for the first time like She's got to have something special at that stadium. I don't know. Yeah, well, she certainly does every Sunday. City. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I had never seen anything like that for an NFL game. Um, the the power of Taylor Swift is immeasurable right now. And it, I mean, you, I'm sure, would argue that it's always been that way. But it just seems like it is so mainstream right now that it is absolutely everywhere in every walk of life and it's just growing and spreading it's absolutely phenomenal to see i i've i can't recall like i wasn't around during the heyday of like i mean i was around but i didn't pay attention to like madonna or michael jackson or any of that you know this is this seems bigger than that how do you how do we wrap our mind around what's going on with this this uh artist i wouldn't say it's bigger than michael jackson but like it's it's close i mean like it's it's on par because you you look at the numbers of people who just go to stand outside of the stadium who don't even have tickets and in when she just performed in in um mexico city they literally had to build bleacher sets Mm -hmm. for people because they knew that they are, are people who are just going to stand outside the stadiums um and so they're kind of expecting that same thing when she performs next in um, Argentina and it's only going to get bigger. The more, the more stuff like this keeps happening, the more conversation that keeps building, the big, the the bigger it's going to get. And I think especially with the, the next album that's releasing and then the rumors of the reputation album, that's going to be like mysteriously dropped it, it's going to just continue exploding. So, yeah. If it's a PR move, 
it's the best move they could make. I don't think Travis Kelsey, certainly not Taylor Swift, really need that, but it, mm-hmm. it is it is incredible. And uh, listeners, we're going to continue to talk about it. So this is this is a thing now. This is going to be our segment, uh, the Taylor Swift updates with Nikki Dunnigan. I think uh, we just is there. I, I was thinking about this yesterday. Is there anybody in golf that like? I mean. We know like when Tiger posted that video after his accident, when he posted that, like, what was it? 13 second video of him mm-hmm. swinging that it blew up on the internet. But I'm, I'm trying to think of like, if there's anybody in golf that like, if they were to announce that they had a relationship or something that it would have that kind of magnitude. Oh man. I mean, Tiger certainly is the lightning rod. I mean, obviously he's, uh, a single man again he's going through some some tumultuous times with his previous relationship i'd imagine to some degree that would be that i want to i feel like if anthony kim came out of the woodwork and said some anything literally anything um in the golf world that would be kind of crazy but even then it would just it would be a small percentage to the reach you know comparatively to taylor it's it, mm. taylor's just got the world the world's her oyster right now i know that's what i'm trying like that's what i'm trying to think of like because tiger is the one who like who who would it have to be for like tiger to be rumored to connecting with or rumored to be dating to move the needle in Mm. in the same or similar way that the taylor just did for the nfl I, and maybe I can't, Taylor I can't Swift. think of anyone like Kim Kardashian. Like that's the only person that I can even think of. But speaking of her, it's very funny. Like they just spent a week seeding rumors that like Kim and um, uh, OBJ or uh, Odell Beckham Jr. are mm-hmm. dating and mm-hmm. they secured her the um, she was in the commercial for the Super Bowl halftime show announcement. Mm-hmm. And blip on the radar like they announced that that morning and it Mm -hmm. got like maybe i think when they showed the comparison the nf from the nfl official nfl twitter account that official commercial announcement got like seven thousand likes and then the tweet from them saying that taylor swift was there at the chiefs game got like like sixty thousand likes and four million views like, yeah, I mean, just crazy. the official halftime show announcement, which normally is a huge deal, just people completely forgot about it only like three yeah. hours later. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, this is bigger than anything we've ever seen. And that's why we talk about it, you know, here, yeah. obviously. I feel like if Taylor and Tiger became an item, you would immediately implode. My brain just broke even trying to process that. <laughs> Because I don't think it would even be like a thing. Like, yeah, no, it couldn't. That'd be too much. It'd be way too much. Um, but stay tuned, listeners. We'll we'll talk more about it as more news breaks. I'm sure. Um, over the last week, we uh, team events. I guess we should talk a little bit about golf. Solheim <laughs> Cup. The Solheim Cup concluded for the first time ever in a tie. Um, I will admit. We were talking a little bit beforehand. Uh, you and I didn't watch a ton of the coverage. Uh, we had a lot going because on. There wasn't the a lot. There wasn't a lot either. That's a point that should be brought up. <laughs> Absolutely. It was weird that there wasn't a ton of coverage. And considering you know, right obviously, down the road from where the Ryder Cup is. Correct. It, I think you and I, so you and I did do the Barbenheimer 
episode for this podcast, there was an, a, uh, I think Golf Digest published something regarding this could have been the Barbenheimer moment for professional golf, certainly because of the fact that they're so close together, the Solheim Cup and then this week, the Ryder Cup. Was that a missed opportunity? Yeah, 100%. Um, it was uh, it was golf.com. It was James. Uh, mm. James Colgan posted that yeah. article. And it was I mean, he made some incredible points because like they're they're literally right down the road from each other. There's no reason why they shouldn't have um, teamed up and built off of each other. The like, hey, we're supporting you like you support us, we're supporting you, you know, and, um, you know, even if there are, and, and I know people are going to argue, well, the men's team has to practice while they're playing, like at, whatever, like mm -hmm. they can dedicate a day to go out during the finals matches. They can, you know, I, something, I don't know, but at least send one or two people out that can say like, Hey, look, we're here, we're here and we're supporting even just from a marketing perspective, put, put them all on the same poster and right. say, Hey, team USA is in Rome and like, or, or is in Italy or is in Spain mm -hmm. or wherever is in Europe, whatever. And like to just say that they're all in the same place and kind of put that marketing together and market it as, as all we're all team USA. I just think it's a huge missed opportunity. And especially from the media standpoint, you're already in Europe. You're already getting a free-ish trip to Europe. Go to Spain. See Spain. Like, well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get from a company standpoint, well, there's budgets and we can't afford it and whatever. Like, just, I I don't know. I, I, I get it, but I also don't. Because yeah. people are going to want the coverage they're going to be looking for it and the fact that when you looked up the website the website had like the first thing wasn't even the scoreboard it was tickets for next year that's that's a problem yeah that's a problem the golf unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at cog hill golf and country club who we are happy and proud to partner with once again this year Cog Hill features 72 holes of championship golf, including the world-famous Dubs Dread. They have a completely renovated practice area and driving range. It's essentially an academy that you can go and spend not only the day improving your game, but at night they've got lights now and two bars as well as a food truck to spend some quality time with some friends and family. They've been doing it this way since 1927, folks. Go out to coghillgolf.com to learn more. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. Let's face it, when you go out and play golf, you probably don't eat and drink very well. Well, a couple hot dogs, a few beers, yeah, we get it. Sharp Focus Nutrition replaces all of that with a systematic way to not only stay replenished throughout your round, but to also improve your game in doing so. Go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com to learn about their system. Let them know that we sent you. Pick up a system right now, sharpfocusnutrition.com. Golf Unfiltered is proud to partner once again with Mizuno Golf for 2023. Mizuno Golf is offering their new JPX 923 irons, and if you haven't heard about these yet, go out to our YouTube channel and see a full fitting that I do with Mizuno at Coghill Golf and Country Club. These irons are spectacular. They've got three medals, five different options of irons spanning the player spectrum, so you are for sure 
going to find something great for your game. Go out to MizunoUSA.com today to learn more. Yeah, it's it's stuff like that that just further exemplifies how different these two worlds are. And I and I am talking about men and women. I mean, it, the way that it is covered, the way that it is, uh, just the accessibility to it, the coverage sucked. I mean, it was it's it's terrible. And honestly, it's just a matter of, to your point, if we just want to support uh, Team America, fine. You know, that's one avenue of it. But it's just, you know, I swear, and I could go on a tangent, and I won't, but I, I swear that golf continues to just get into, get in its own way with all of this. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And I am not one of those people that likes to complain about TV coverage. And I know that this is such a, you know, this is a much bigger thing than just TV coverage. But to your point, I mean, with all the talk leading into this, with uh, you had brought up JT during your, your public apology, um, there was a lot of talk about the old boys club or the good old boys club. There you, go. you know, this was an opportunity to just really nip that in the bud and say, you know what, we're going to go and support and do something that no one's really expecting us to do, but we're going to go and support. We're going to have this combined effort. We're going to just market the heck out of this. And they didn't do it. And I think, cause I, I now recall that you had brought this to our attention that that article had been written. And I have to be honest, I wasn't shocked at all. Unfortunately, that, the Ryder Cup, like Zach Johnson's not going to go and try to go out of his way to vote this. It's just, it's sad. The thing is, like, Lexi is one of the most recognizable names in golf. Mm-hmm. And our, a, a Bridgestone girl, Lexi, a, mm-hmm. a Bridgestone girl. And um, she, like, we, there was an opportunity there to be like, hey, this is, an extremely recognizable name. Let's pair it with these other extremely recognizable names that we made a point to bring to Europe, like JT. Mm -hmm. They wanted to bring JT because of his recognizable name, but they didn't, they didn't do that. Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. I mean, obviously it's, it's easy to kind of play like armchair marketer or whatever, but it's still, these are easy wins and I'm sure that other shows are going to be talking about it and they would be correct. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that it's so obvious it would be a positive thing and let's just call it what it is, Nikki. I mean, in a time when unifying anything <laughs> regarding America would be great. Um, this was a whiff. This was a complete miss in terms of the Solheim cup, obviously with the, historical first time ever ending in a tie uh, for the third year or third uh, Solheim cup in a row team Europe retains the cup good for them. Um, Unfortunately, it just, it wasn't the focus for team USA to, to combine the marketing efforts as we've been saying. But the only other thing that I recall, unfortunately from the Solheim cup was a little bit of controversy uh, towards the end. And uh, for those who didn't watch it, um, as we've mentioned a couple times, it tied 14-14. Europe retained the cup. It was over before the final group was done, which included Lexi Thompson. The way that it played out, uh, the the Ryder Cup was essentially done uh, on the 17th hole. It's par three. And hundreds of people rushed the green, meaning that Lexi... uh, 
was essentially on the tee box waiting for 100 people to get off the putting green. Now, the reason that this is interesting is because this is not the first time something like this has happened. It happens in the Ryder Cup, but we might see something like that coming up this path, this uh, upcoming weekend. It is the format that, that this is baked into. So my question, is there, what are your thoughts on this whole format where it can end? And we've seen this many years where it ends. There are still matches on the course. They're just kind of playing for pride at that point. Is that the best way that we can even, that we could run these, these events? Does it feel weird to you? I don't, I mean, on one hand, yes, because it's like, like, okay, I'm not even, I'm not even done. Like, can I finish? But on the other hand, it's like, you don't, you don't need to finish. You know that like, like let the celebration happen because like if, if I'm on the celebrating side, I'm going to want to celebrate, you know? Right. And I think like, if I remember correctly, we had this conversation last year or last Ryder cup and mm -hmm. I don't know, like being, being on the celebrating side, it's like, heck yeah. Like who cares if you still have, you know, holes to play, like, you know, it's already over. You don't need to finish them. Who cares about your pride and wanting to your record or whatever? Like it's over. I want to celebrate with my team because that's the whole point. But when you're on the losing side and you're the one standing there, it's like, excuse me, I'm not done. And it's the, it's, it comes from the frustration of having to stand there and watch them celebrate and like watch that loss and yeah i don't know i don't know it's a weird dynamic and it's all it's truly unique to golf the uh, team events i mean it's not like we're gonna have you know gatorade being thrown on a coach in the third quarter of, of the super bowl you know it's like that that's not the same thing it's hard to even draw like parallels uh to other major sports and it's it's something that we shouldn't do anyway because golf is so unique in that way but uh, speaking of the Ryder Cup, it's coming up, obviously, in Rome. That's the big thing. I'm sure there's going to be... What's the over-under on how many times you think about the Roman Empire joke being said? Oh, I haven't actually even thought about that because I don't think about the Roman Empire. Mm. Um, uh, I don't know. Probably a lot. At least a few in the in the beginning that's a good point i hadn't thought about that <laughs> yeah there's good i bet there's going to be a montage they're going to be asking jt they're going to be asking everybody sam burns is, who's got usa shaved into the side of his mullet i mean it's going to be something um that being said though uh some of the bigger stories going into the Ryder cup of course uh, aside from that meme that's taken over social media uh jt as we've talked about his inclusion obviously there's going to be a big spotlight on him to perform he knows it. Everyone knows it. Um, Brooks Kepka being the only live golf player from either team going to Rome to play. Uh, what's interesting is coincidentally live Chicago uh, took place uh, this past weekend. Bryson DeChambeau wins his second event in three starts. He makes comments. He would have expected at least a phone call. So there's going to be all that underlying whatever happens in Rome Oh, how come Bryson didn't get a call? How come DJ didn't get a call? The storylines going into this, Nikki, does it distract from the Ryder Cup itself, an event that traditionally has been a really big deal? So I don't think anyone 
is going to care about the people who didn't get a phone call once it starts. Like, I think they're just whining. And that's my personal opinion. Um, but like, because the team that's there is the team that's there. I, I don't think they're going to be like, I don't think they're going to be swayed or thrown off course and it's going to affect their play on the course because, oh, well, I heard Bryson was upset that he didn't get a phone call. Oh, well, man, my putting's going to be so off today because Deej was so pissed. Like, meh. no, they're not going to care. First of all, they're dudes. Second of all, it's a like half of them don't even like those two guys anymore. Like, I think mm -hmm. Brooks is the only one that even has like a real relationship with them. And I mean, does Brooks probably cares a little bit more about what's going on in the Ryder Cup than he does about those two dudes' feelings? Like, I think it was all just to have something to talk about last week, you know? So, um, so that I mean, to that point, no, I don't think that that storyline is going to be a part of it. I think. I think they could probably cr try to create something out of the whole, oh, well, Brooks had to leave and go play in Chicago part of it and try to try to make that a thing. Mm -hmm. But Brooks is the, we are, we already know that Brooks is the type of player that like when it comes to a major and he, he views the Ryder cup as a major kind of level thing. We know how Brooks plays in majors and I don't think that that's going to affect him having to go to Chicago and then come back. I, I don't, I don't think so at all. Um, and then, I mean, when it comes to the, the haircuts, um, that's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so bad. God, like what, what, I don't know. What, what does, what is Sam Burns even doing? Brooks at least looks like he could pull it off. The Sam thing is there is nary a haircut that Brooks can't pull off. Fair enough. And Fair enough. I mean, when he did the bleach look like mm -hmm. when he had the, like the Troy Bolton swoop coming out of the hat, like yeah. even this one, like he's somehow pulling it off. But Sam Burns is, I mean, it, it fits for Sam Burns, but then to add in the <laughs> USA, I don't know. My only, as bad my as only it thing is, it when I saw Sam this Burns. was like, if they do this as a team is, you know, for it to be business in the front and party in the back, Jordan Spieth doesn't have a lot of, not, he doesn't have a lot of business. He doesn't, <laughs> he, Just side swipe at Jordan. Gosh. Or poor partying, to be honest, mm. like mm. his party goes from like eight to nine, like, and then it's, in bed by 9 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His business is like going bankrupt and his party is from eight to nine. Like I don't Oh poor Jordan. Oh not that, next week first. that not that there's anything wrong with that. I love like that that's fine, but I'm just saying he doesn't have enough to you know and neither tune does, in neither next does week JT. for another public apology. No, we don't I know, I know people are gonna get so mad at me for that. <laughs> next week on golf unfiltered yeah i would like to publicly apologize to jordan's <laughs> beef for making fun of his forehead for being enormous oh poor jordan i'm sorry that's all right
you know, but it's funny. None of them have that that much hair. Maybe Max Homa mm. to do to do a, a mullet out of you know if if they're going for the team thing. Yeah, there's got to be some unity there. I don't think hair is it um, for the reasons that I don't disagree with, <laughs> my friend. Um, the Sergio Garcia thing on the European side. Have you heard about this? How he was literally going to pay to be part of the Ryder oh, Cup? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like what? He was going to pay. I think it was like seven hundred thousand dollars in fines for whomever. I didn't even look into it. I was so shocked about just the 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 assertion that he would do this. I just it boggles my mind. Like none of this is a surprise to these guys. They were told that if you go and do this and you go to live, you will not play in the Ryder Cup. And then, okay, I'm going to call your bluff. And then all of a sudden. I'm going to pay to be part of Sergio, my dude, what are you doing? I, it, I what think, is going on? I think, and I think I said this on the last episode too. I think Rory would, I think Rory would quit the team if they had allowed Sergio or Ian Poulter to, to come on. Probably. Probably. And maybe not in the future. I think maybe down the line, because obviously now there's a, you know, live as part of the PGA tour and blah, 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 blah. But I think because of the stance that Rory held for so long, I think this year he would have been like, nah, dog, which is saying a lot for Rory because he loves this tournament. But um, yeah, I think he would have put his foot down pretty hard and they're not going to not have Rory on that team. Correct. Yeah, Rory. Rory is European golf right now. Um, mm-hmm. In many ways, he's he's the face of the PGA Tour right now, and so there's still that faction mentality of he's got a you know he's the general of the PGA Tour, and then whomever is in charge over at Live. Um, I know we're getting close to time here. Obviously, you're on record of saying Team USA is your pick for Ryder Cup. Uh, I'm I'm still going with Europe. I for some reason I just think. There's just so much of an advantage for Team Europe on on their soil, and they've got a lot of soil to cover, which is always interesting. Um, but do we feel that this is going to be a close Ryder Cup either way that it goes, or is there just going to be one team that blows out the other? I that I don't know. I think um, I I don't know. I don't have a gut feeling about that. I think because when I look at the 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 team side by side, my gut still says, well, yeah, like it's the U S for sure. But then I think, well, like Rom can still do a lot of damage on his own. Like, and cause to me, there's not just, there's the U S still has so many names, so many more names that can, that can carry and do damage. But like, to me, team Europe only has like, two, maybe three that have been consistently kind of putting up some numbers. And I, but if, I don't know if those three go out early and, Mm. but then again, we just saw with the Solheim cup, us had a four Oh lead on day Mm -hmm. one and still it didn't matter. So I don't know. I don't know. I keep like talking myself in circles. I don't, I still think I don't know that it's going to be as big of a blowout as it was last time, 
But I still think the U.S. is going to come out pretty. I still think we're going to come out pretty well. I, I, I see it being close um, to your point, you know, having seen it just at the Solheim Cup, the, the early lead isn't an indication of how things will end up by any means. And the strategy about who goes out first, who gets paired together. Obviously, there was a lot of talk about, you know, Paul Azinger's famous pod system that perhaps might still linger. I don't know what Zach Johnson's going to do with his captaincy. Um, Luke Donald came in kind of midway through uh, since they kicked Henrik Stenson out of that role for the European captaincy. There's just a lot of these little unknowns that I think makes it easy for us to kind of go around and around. It's like, well, it could be this, it could be that. Um, all of that to say, I would be very surprised if this is a lopsided victory on either side. I think there's just a lot of different uh, strengths on both teams. Um, we will for sure talk more about it uh, post Ryder Cup, definitely. But um, as far as you know, final thoughts going into the weekend, on the Ryder cup. Is there a specific thing that you're going to be keeping an eye out? Is it JT's performance? Is it something else that you're going to be paying close attention to? Yeah, I think Rory for sure. Rory, Rory wants, Rory wants revenge for man. That did not Rory wants revenge. Um, (laughs) Rory wants revenge Mm -hmm. um, real bad from last time. And I, it, as, as much as I want the U S to win, it will gut me to see him cry mm. in a, in a post match interview again. Like I'll have to turn off the TV. I won't yeah. watch it because it was hard enough last time. Um, and that being said, like team USA, oh. <laughs> but, um, like, I mean, I'll be watching for that. And like, if, if Europe wins, that'll be the only thing that will make me feel like a little bit. Okay. Is knowing that like Rory won't cry. Right. But, but, um, I'll be watching for that. Also. Yes. JT's performance. I think JT is also out to prove something. He's going to be out to like, I think he's screenshotted some tweets and is like, <laughs> like, I'm going to show y'all like, we're mm-hmm. about to you're about to see um mm-hmm. i think i think ricky fowler's out to show something because you know his last um his last Ryder cup was the the famous meme where like all the couples are kissing and he's like mm, you know yep. i think he's out to yep. show like hey look like show his his wife and kid now how he can you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how he can win one um i also think um, I think Max Homa's out to prove, you know, his, you know, Hey, I can do this as a rookie. And I think Brooks is out to prove something like just cause I went to live doesn't mean that I can't still be a part of this team that I can't be a part of this crew. Like we don't have to, I think, I think he's out to prove a little bit of that, like that unity, like bringing back the, helping the I don't know the merger a little bit mm-hmm. like we can still be friends you know the real Ryder that, Cup was the friendship that we made right. along the way like <laughs> right that that is the storyline I'm going to be paying closest attention to I think Brooks Kapka can be a bridge over troubled waters here Nikki between Liv and the PGA Tour I think if he performs well 
and in a I'll just say there's a there's a better phrase than this, but in like a respectful manner, meaning that there's no like nonsense that Patrick Reed did with Rory and that even though it was an iconic match that everyone remembers, we don't need any of that. That being said, single Sunday, I need to see Rory versus Brooks. I need to see that. That is I will cancel all plans. I need to see it. Um, And I think this could be a really big moment for for golf in general. And I'm not even trying to like sound heavy handed with that. I really do believe because of the circumstances and everything that pro pro golf on the men's side, at least has gone through recently, a lot of eyes are going to be on Brooks. One other storyline I think that I will be paying attention to is um, the, the wives and their outfits. Um, I always look forward to that a lot. And one one reason I will specifically be paying attention to it a little bit more this year is is comparatively comparing their outfits to what the women of the U.S. team were given at the Solheim Cup, because mm. if the wives of the the men's team are given better outfits than the actual players of the U.S. Solheim Cup team, I think. I think that's going to say a lot. And my prediction is that they will be given better outfits. Yeah. Really, really quick on that point is the Ryder cup. How much, how much influence do the wives have on who makes the Ryder cup? On who makes the team? Yeah. Is it, we all talk about a good old boys club, but I, mm, I don't know. There's some masterminds. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't want to put you on a spot. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, I think, I think it may be like a, when it comes down to, to two people and they're the same on paper and it's like, well, this person's wife could do a little bit more promo for us versus this one. I don't know. Maybe, well, but well, even I don't like the cohesiveness of the teammates too, is where I'm going. Like, you know, do you oh, think like, yeah. Oh, we all get along and this person, we all get, you know, I, I think there's a little, cause everyone talks about team chemistry with these things and there's no, uh, mystery that all these players hang out Yeah, and, and, and well, you know, it's all of that. Well, I don't think that like, should DJ have been on the team, his wife is, still gets along with all of the other wives. Um, But I don't think that like, I don't think that it came down to Brooks and Keegan when they were comparing and saying, Oh, well, okay, now let's look at their wives. I don't think it came down to those two. Those were not the final two when they were comparing and having to look at, you know, the thing, but to, to, Keegan's own comment about I should have been more involved and been like more a part of the the club. If if he's more involved in the club, his wife is also more involved in the club, and yeah, so on and so you know, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. There's there's a lot that goes into these team selections. Of course, we're going to see if the teams were the right teams, and the only way that that can be shown is how they perform over the weekend. And so we're going to be tuning in to the Ryder Cup. Uh, that's Nikki Dunnigan from golfunfiltered.com. I'm Adam Fonseca. Be sure to follow us everywhere at Golf Unfiltered. And uh, Nikki, it's always great to connect. We'll talk again next week. 
Yep. Your go team USA, go you, team Europe. Uh, hey, you, uh, hey. It is entirely based on my degeneracy. I will, I will be transparent on that. I have money on Europe. That's all. <laughs> all right, Nikki. Thanks so much. <laughs>